Aloha Maui Nui. Hello, this is Josh Porter. Jason Verkhart, I am right here. There he is. You made it in, buddy. You made it in. Very good. We uh, some technical difficulties as per usual, but we'll see how it how it plays out. Uh, hey, folks, uh, welcome to the uh, Solar Coaster. I think this is 129, Jay, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Uh, and I know you would love me to talk about that stuff, but here's the thing. We're talking about sun power and we're talking about sun power in the context of all of these new solar plus storage under one roof offerings, starting with solar edge and end phase. Now we're doing sun power. We've got a few other shows scheduled out from SPI, which are great. Generac and Sonin and who am I missing here? Generac and Sonin and uh, a couple L, Everybody. do we do LG? LG. Uh, LG. And Panasonic. And Panasonic. I didn't even right yeah so there's a whole bunch of them it's like there's all these can you hear us okay jay does that sound good and yeah, um yeah, I'm good. gary's looking working intently to make sure that you're okay and so uh, you know all this is a series folks and this is a series in a very unprecedented time we're talking about the first time that all of these companies are going for kind of throwing down the gauntlet and going for the i'm going to continue with the metaphors of you know the holy grail of that full vertical uh vertically integrated full brand wrapper of solar plus storage offering it's like everything you need for your home i mean all the companies are going for it and it's pretty cool how yeah, they're I'd taking. Like, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jay. I I I'd really like to have the option. You know, you're, there's going to be pros and cons for everybody's. Um, but in a, but in a world where interoperability of all this equipment isn't really guaranteed, having a, an entire stack from one manufacturer really can make a lot of sense. For sure, for sure. And, you know, we've got uh, uh, not only is Brian Thomas here, uh, our regular contributor, talking about how all this fits into the financial world. Uh, Brian Thomas, uh, owner, operator, independent uh, person from Fairwinds Wealth Management. <laughs> Chief bottle washer. <laughs> Chief bottle washer. And also, uh, not only is Brian here, but we have a uh, longtime contributor and friend to the Solar Coaster, Mr. Uh, Brayton Anthony Bond. Solar Anthony, that's yes. your that's your moniker. Yes, yes. Solar Anthony is in the building. Also, Brayton Anthony Bond is in the building as well too, Mr. Porter. So, <laughs> Aloha Maui. <laughs> okay, so what, I think it's a nice opportunity here because uh, Anthony's uh, still in the solar game, and uh, you've got a sense of what the front line looks like out there in terms of solar plus storage, you know. And then uh, we did just see a massive uptick in uh, permits being pulled for. I, I want to say all islands, but uh, certainly Maui had a big uptick. And, you know, that has a lot to do with a couple different things. But, you know, we have that ITC. The federal ITC is set to stagger down six points at the end of this year. That means right now you can get a 30% federal tax credit. And then next year, as it's set up presently, you're going to get a 24 or 26. Okay, I forget. I think it's 26, yeah. 26%. So that's very, um, you know, I think that's certainly uh, pushing, uh, you know, uh, uh, this willingness to jump into the uh, the solar plus storage, uh, you know, uh, opportunity out there for homeowners and, and, and people. Also, you have all these great new tariffs and the utility as there's lots of opportunities with the utility tariffs, which is cool. So we're seeing a lot of activity. So it's a good time for this technology to be ready to be kind of considered, which is what the show's all about these days. So uh, what do you guys say? You about ready to take off and do this thing? And when you say technology, that's sort of the, the confluence that's occurring between storage, demand management, and of course, generation that we've always been working on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the te technology, meaning panel manufacturers launching inverters and batteries, and then battery guys launching inverters and panels, and then smart house guys or saying, hey, we can do that too. Total mergers <laughs> and acquisitions. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. We get, I mean, you got to, if you're if you're sitting there saying, hey, I want to do solar today, right? Like Ga like Gary, for example. I don't know if Gary wants me to bring him in. But if you want to get solar, then you have, you're going to have to make this kind of a decision. And, and it's not obvious. Yeah. It's not obvious. And especially as it's being mandated on all new homes, 2020 California. 
Right. And then also incorporating solar hot water. So, it's huge. Yeah, it is huge. It's, and it, it is a very neat time. And it almost, it almost could provide a sense of anxiety, like, because you go, wow, I, well, there's all this opportunity. Sometimes with opportunity comes anxiety. So it's like, which decision do I make? Am I making the right decision? Am I going with a company that's going to be around for a long time? Am I going with a company that's going to give me a great value? Are they going to be able to, they meaning the manufacturers and the installers and the financial groups that's Are they together. scamming me, which is part um, of our news and events? Right. Well, I, I, <laughs> there's, there's a section in solar that I put, what do they call it, Jay? It was uh, sketchy solar or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the dark side. Oh, I used yeah. Anthony actually. Yeah, I know. The dark when side I read that, I appreciate it. I was like, oh, that was nice, job. Because it, it pops up from yeah. time to time throughout the country these days, right? These like stories of nefarious solar company. Here. Another hyperbolic headline. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. It was like a the fine wasn't that much at all. Right. It's, and it comes down to two homeowners getting $17,000 back. Oh, we're talking about, this is uh, Vivint. And yeah. we're going to get into that in a little with bit. It. Right, it's, yeah. It's, like the, le- the lawyers it's, made out it's, great it's on that one. It's the misrepresentation though. You do hear about this from time to time. <laughs> oh, where sure. sales will come in and will misrepresent. And are we going to go right into news right now? We're, we're clearly <laughs> jumping the gun here. Let's do our housekeeping first. Yeah. Okay, you guys ready? So hey, uh, folks, this is the Solar Coaster. We are a renewable energy theme talk show right here in lovely Maui County. Can be found Fridays at 105 p.m. on Kauai 1110 a.m. Also some FM stations, 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM Westside, 98.7 FM Upcountry. And we apparently we like to talk a lot. If you'd like to hear us talk, you can go to www.solar-coaster.com. Uh, listen live if you're outside our broadcast area. Uh, we do stream occasionally. There's a whole lot of videos from all our segments of SPI. You can go to our YouTube and check that out. Uh, we put up posters. And, of course, the most important thing on there is the mailing list or questions. We started to get a lot more uh, activity on the, um, on the mailing list and question form. Uh, I want to give out a shout to Daniel, who... Who is uh, waiting patiently for a uh, an M plus kind of question, which is a really interesting uh, place to be. Is if you have had solar on your roof and now want to expand because you're getting an electric electric vehicle or something like that we cover that and we're going to cover it again uh, for all those folks. But if you do have a question we haven't asked yet. Go on the website, solar-coaster.com, scroll down the bottom, any one of the pages, and there's a little form that you fill out. Just submit your question, and we'll get you on the air. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn also all carry the Solar Coaster, as well as iHeartRadio and a couple others now that I've, I've seen around. Uh, so we're, we're out there on your podcast platforms. Just search for Solar Coaster. Very good. We have a um, wonderful group of sponsors that have kept the Solar Coaster on air. Uh, Sundrum Solar, Pantech Design, and LG Chem. We're going to move right into uh, another segment here and just talk about this briefly. Typically, this is where we do our, our Pantech Design Minute, and we're uh, looking at how to expand that in the future because there's new technologies there that they're offering, which is going to be really excited to learn about. But for the time being, we're moving into a local sponsor section. So if you are a, an installer or a local company out here that wants to focus in on communicating to the, the Maui uh, listenership of the Solar Coaster, uh, then you may want to contact us and be a sponsor. We've got a couple of 30 seconds slots available not many uh, that'll pop up right here just before our news and events section and one pending is potentially uh, Mr. Brian Thomas himself from Fairwinds Wealth Management so that's around the corner potentially indeed right so we're looking forward to working all those details out and uh, I think that if you were uh, considering why do you think a local a company might want to consider sponsoring the solar coaster I mean is that in your mind at all right now I mean well, of you're course considering it of course like like if you're a Maui business and you want to reach a certain uh, segment of the audience and this is your segment. You should you should check in and see. Um, for me personally, I mean, someone who has solar or someone who quote unquote gets it, uh, they may pay attention to the cost. There's a benefit to both uh, capping uh, and controlling your energy cost, right? But then also um, 
you're going to use electricity for the rest of your life, essentially. So why not, why not invest in the ability to produce something which you will use and yeah. therefore cap the cost? And also, um, it makes sense both economically and environmentally too. For sure, for sure. It's a great opportunity for anyone out there right now and so many uh, so many of the, the pieces are falling into place. So if you're a, an organization, whether you're a, you know, a car company or a local installation group or whatever, give us a call and we'll find a way to communicate to our listenership and that like to uh, possibly uh, support your business. Let's jump over to our news and events, folks. All right, right away, uh, we're getting reports that the International Energy Agency has released a new renewables report for 2019. Um, it is always difficult to get through all these things, and I have not read the entire thing, but I find, I've found some, some good takeaways. And they are pretty bullish on renewable energies, finally. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the IEA is generally pretty bad, <laughs> or they... they they undershoot uh, their the their international energy agency. Energy. Yeah, they undershoot their rep, their um, concepts all the time. Their their predictions for uh, for renewables. And in this report, they're actually pretty bullish. So it's it's nice to see that they're looking ahead and they're positive. Uh, they're also looking. They say that renewables could draw level with coal by 2024. I mean, that's a biggie. 2024. You know, that's and smoke. and by drawing even, I'm not talking about costing. I'm talking about actual generating capacity. So that's that's a huge that's a huge thing. Um, they're also recommending that people look at biofuels because that's about to take off. I'm not actually a proponent of biofuel personally. I mean, it's 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 a closed loop carbon cycle. But when we're already in a place where we have too much, I mean, it's it's not doing any capture and certainly not doing any reduction. You know, you 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 burn the fuel, it goes into the atmosphere. The the corn or whatever else your crop you're, you're doing will recapture it and then you produce your your ethanol from it and then you reburn it so it's a closed loop cycle uh not as not as good as as something like like actual photovoltaic where you use it once and then it sits there and doesn't generate any more <laughs> any more carbon okay so well they're talking about aviation here as one component of that are there any other major drivers that are pushing biofuel <laughs> Well, biofuel, I mean, it has the benefit of, of being um, available 24-7, right? You know, your solar and your wind only so works like when the, the sun is shining or the wind is blowing. So you need storage. The biofuel is in itself storage. Right, right. So what you're storing kilowatt hours in that in that mech, in that like medium, I guess, basically, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so 2024 to for renewables to hit coal, that's pretty spectacular. So they're being they're kind of like more aggressive than they have been in the past. Effectively, is what this article Abs- says. Absolutely, and, and and it's a really really interesting report. If you do want to look it up, uh, there it's, it's available on the uh, IEA website. I believe it's a pay to play uh, thing, but there's certainly enough. There's no there's no shortage of information and. and viewpoints on it if you go and search the the new uh, IEA report. Moving on to California, um, Bloomberg is reporting that California is preparing for a huge solar boom. Now, I thought they were already kind of going through a huge solar boom, but this is in reference to the 2020 mandate to get um, all new construction on um, in, in California, at least, uh, to have solar PV as well as um, our, what we're familiar with is solar hot water. Now, hot water is typically one of your highest draws. Uh, California also has a lot of air conditioners. Um, I did look it up, and uh, the San Francisco Tribune reported that about 80,000 new homes are built in California 
every year. Wow. So that's, that's, that's a tremendous amount of solar systems rolling out. Uh, they are a little concerned that this is going to add roughly $10,000 to the price of every home. And in a market where, like California, where um, real estate is actually pretty expensive already, they're concerned that this is going to, um, Jay, to cause some issues. Jay, you know what's However, about this? Jay? rolling it into park. Yeah, we, you're going to move into the mortgage conversation. But if you it, it, yeah. rolling it into the mortgage, they say, you know, takes out that sting. I get that. So, but you know what's interesting? If you think of yourself as a person that may be in that situation, you're about to buy a home. And then you do, mm-hmm. and you, 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 you immediately buy a solar system with it. So now there's no additional out-of-pocket. You're talking about a relatively small portion of the overall, you know, uh, budget of the home. But then you immediately walk into tax credits, too. Isn't that interesting? So you, not only do you have your mortgage mm-hmm. interest rate deduction all of a sudden on your taxes, right? But you also now yep. have a federal and a state incentive. Right. right. Like so, you've got to compare that to the 9,500 number, you know? Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, I suppose if you were your average system size. Um, and you might be bigger, though, too. Right. You right. could be much bigger. So, uh, for example, like uh, I know that uh, Solar Edge was talking about artificially, in a sense, dialing down their inverter sizes to create these small developer packets. So instead of having a 7600, mm-hmm. they, they had a 3800. It's actually the same inverter. It's just kind of like been re- like the firmware has been changed or something, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. so then you can just kind of over the line push and now all of a sudden it's a 7600 and you can expand after you get your home. You know, oh. you can say, oh, I need more energy. And I want to put in, a, instead of having five kilowatts DC, I want 10 or 12 or 15 kilowatts and they can change that inverter setting actually over the... Like it's, know, a, it's a soft switch or so, yeah. software yeah. controlled. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's very cool. But Jay, one of the things that blew my mind here is that only about 20% of California houses built in the past couple of years included solar panels, right? So that means, I mean, does that mean we're looking at what? Like we're looking at a 5x increase if the rate of building stays the same in homes that, in, like, like, so that's got, you know, there's going to be, a, that's when they say the well, title of this. Well, you could still apply for like a variance on, on something, and I'm sure there will be a few of those. But for the majority of them, yeah, I would, I would say between 4 and 5%, uh, uh, 4 and 5 times the, um, the number of installs going into California. And that could be uh, a serious concern for the utility. Well, it's probably going to take the shape of like a 3,800 watt, you know, solar edge inverter or some kind of like series of end phase IQ8s. And it's probably going to be like eight panels. I doubt it's going to be like most, I I think the new houses are probably going to have a very minimum amount of solar. Wouldn't you agree? I would think so. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, the, the, the interesting thing is the mandate doesn't include storage at all. So I don't think that you're going to see a lot of, uh, of uptick in storage there because it's an additional expense that they literally have. I mean, the, the, the benefit for the homeowner is clear, but the benefit for the builder is not. Well, I mean, if it's assuming that they don't require storage to hook to the grid, whatever their NEM 2.0 is out there, and I'm not savvy to that at the moment, it's not in my head, but if, if it's assuming it doesn't require storage, then it won't be on the new houses probably because it's just an extra cost. Unless yeah. they, it's like a, probably like a developer's like, like a package. Like, oh, do you want this or that? You know, Very cool stuff. I mean, Wait, um, Before we shift the conversation about California, I just wanted to put in my two cents. So you know, um, PG&E, I think it is, over there is doing mm-hmm. all those shutoffs now where they're just taking huge amounts of right. um, communities off the grid basically and I'm sure these people are looking at each other with their flashlights in the dark saying huh, how do we fix this problem they're like hey my next door neighbor has this solar system it's got battery backup on it so you're going to be seeing this whole other retrofit boom in California now too because of what they're doing I mean sure. you know you've got people that are making good amount of money in California with million dollar plus homes I'm sure they're calling up their local solar provider hey I need a system right now with battery backup tomorrow and I don't care what I have to do to make that happen and I'm sure that conversation has been happening over and over the last couple of days or the last month because of this I mean that's the 
first thing I would think of if I didn't have power there's, in my house. There's a lot of a, yeah, a lot so. of activity in the media specifically yeah. stating that that's happening. Yeah. And you know, but once it yeah. comes to the mass market, and like if you can imagine new homes being built at a price point where it's affordable for people, and then they're actually including solar as a as a mandated requirement, yeah. then I wonder how many are actually going to include storage. You know, it's it, it, what does it cost to put in a a, a Tesla Powerwall? You know, it's like I think it's something yeah. like seven to ten thousand dollars in seven. cost, right? You know, depending on the install costing. So and and probably the backup, yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting that Anthony brought that up because that was my perspective exactly. Like, look at the fires we have now, yeah. and look at PG&E stock down twenty four percent today. Yeah, you know, I mean, or their their solvency is in question. It's like, it's a it's a no brainer, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, and and I'm sure there's there's um, companies way way far in California from where the epicenter of this issue is taking place that are getting calls like, look, we know you're four hours away, but can we have you come down today and figure this out, and we'll pay for whatever it takes. So yeah, um, very good. And that distributed generation is part of, sort of, part of the answer to help PG out a little bit, yeah. you know. It is a trippy time, I will tell you. Never thought we'd see this type of stuff happen. And Jay, do you want to jump? But we now we do have William Geese on the line. We can we can jump over for an announcement and then kind of come back to finish up our news sure. and events. Is that okay with you? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's really important. Uh, let's get him on the line. Aloha, William. Hey, can you hear us okay? Yeah, hey, aloha, guys. I can hear you fine. Can you hear me all right? Hear you great. Hear you great. So we got William Geese here, who is the I'm going to say executive director of HSEA. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. We had William on the Solar Coaster a month or so back, and that was a great show. And uh, we're going to hear about something that you got cooking over there in Oahu in the next couple of weeks. What's going on, William? Uh, I do have something cooking, and I have somewhat of a uh, Shakespearean-like pitch to give you if you're willing <laughs> right. to hear it. Do it. Do it. All right. <clears throat> my throat. <laughs> Sounds the good. The Hawaii Solar Expo is nigh. Babe. In the glory of clean energy on November 7, 2019, at Aloha Tower Marketplace in Honolulu, Hawaii. Bear witness to the gifts of the sun and its energetic bounty. Let the excitement of the Solar Expo fill every corner of your mind until it is the first thought that you have when you wake and the last thing you whisper to your partner before you fall asleep dreaming of an endless expanse of solar panels gleaming in the noonday sun. <clears throat> Remember, food, beer, Renewable, $20, November 7th, 2019, Aloha Tower Marketplace. What else are you doing with your life on November 7th? The answer, nothing. The expo is all there is and all there ever was. All right, that's it. Bravo. <laughs> yes. I, I guess, I guess well I'll done. be seeing well you at done. the expo. <laughs> <laughs> you just convinced me, William, if I had any misgivings. That's fantastic, man. So, now, William, to help us understand, is this something for uh, the solar industry specifically? Is it open to anyone? If, if, if your uh, Shakespearean sonnet-like approach here is really effective and you get 1,000 people, are you going to be okay? Uh, yeah, we're going to be great. Um, you know, I'm only limited by the capacity of the space, and then so... Last year we had 14 exhibitors. This year we've got 31. Nice. Um, all these exhibitors are manufacturers, installers, contractors of solar technology, demand response technology, energy storage technology. A lot of the stuff you guys talk on your show about. We've got, I think, five, four or five EVs that are going to be parked right in the atrium of the Tower Marketplace. And this is really anybody that's over 21 that is interested in learning about uh, solar technology and what's getting installed in the state today and how it can help you save money and help uh, build resiliency and sustainability onto the grid, you should come and check it out. 
and so this for everybody. This nice. reads like a list of, of 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 solar coaster friends and acquaintances and contributors. I mean, amazing uh, companies. REC Americas just did a great show with uh, Kerry, president of REC Americas, talking about his Alpha 380. You got Blue Planet Energy, Hank and his team, Kyle and those folks, Greg Murphy, Energy Toolbased, Matt Chimo, and all his people out there. I mean, you've got STEM, you've got Pika Energy, which is probably yep. also Generac at the moment, and then you've got yeah. uh, uh, what do you got? You got Panasonic, which we were about to air a show on Lumen, Alex and Brian O'Shea, and all those great guys, and. Uh, Solar Edge, Tesla. Solar, Solar Edge, Tesla. We've got some local companies. Uh, you know, Revolution is going to be there. Hawaii Energy Connection, Mana Monitoring, which is a local DR yeah. monitoring company. That's Zoltan, Lots right? Mana Monitoring. Yep. Yeah, Zoltan. Zoltan, great guy. You got And you have probably Melissa Miyashiro from the Blue Planet Foundation and her staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a, what an amazing offering. That looks like a, a threefold increase over last Indeed, year, it is um, amazing. buddy. Nice job. <laughs> nice job. Well, you've certainly convinced me, and I want to, want to extend the invitation for everybody out there to go and, and join this amazing event. And so glad to see Hawaii continue to be uh, growing in this space and kind of complementing the, uh, the Hawaii Energy Conference over here with the type of activities you got going on. Nice job, William. Thank you very much. Yeah, so once, thanks for once, giving me a spot. Once again, say uh, the name of the event and the, uh, the location. Again, it's the Hawaii Solar Energy Expo um, at the Aloha Tower Marketplace in Honolulu, Hawaii, on November 7th, 2019, starting at 4 p.m. And one last quick thing, Jay Griffin, the chair of the PUC, will be opening up our expo. So come and say hi to everybody there, too. All righty. All righty. We'll see you there, buddy. Thank you, William. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. That is exciting, right around the corner. Um, you know, and I'll tell you what, what it peaked up my, my I, I knew it was happening, and I was, William was on my radar, but then a couple of these companies actually called up and said, hey, are you gonna be over there? Because this is happening. Can you come over and do some cool stuff? And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, sure, you know? So yeah. that's uh, that's really good, that's really good. It's good to see that this is all happening now. It's perfect timing, of course, right, Jay? Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, and it's nice to see them all taking an interest in uh, in Hawaii. <laughs> okay, Jay, I think we've got time for one more uh, of our news uh, pieces. Which one would you like? I think it's Tesla. Pardon? Which no, one do you want to do? <laughs> you, always, you always think it's Tesla. <laughs> it's uh, we did just get off a call. Um, it was it was semi-billed as an earnings call, but it really isn't. It, they just came off their earnings call. It's, it's literally just talking about the V3 of the solar roof and how – uh, it's changed over time. What the costing is going to look like, uh, how many they'll be able to produce, to produce, and how many, how much, how they're ramping it. Um, Brian was also on the call as well, right? So we 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 listened to this whole thing, and there's a couple quick takeaways. They're going to be they're they're not producing mass amounts yet. They are all coming from that factory in Buffalo, uh, but they're they're trying to ramp to 1,000 installs per week uh, within within the year. I guess is what I what I understood. Um, there's going to be a 25-year warranty on it. They're only producing the black glass style right now. They're hoping to bring another style, the the, the brown, um, like a clay kind of color, uh, on within nine months to a year. Um, and the interesting thing is that they, they were super focused on how the install is going to take place. Like they want you to be able to call in. As soon as the weather's good, they come down, and it's an eight-hour install, which is what they're saying. So they basically just come in and just bust it all out in one shot. That was the biggest problem with the V1 and V2s, is that they were cutting tiles on site and just making making a mess, and, and it was just a really, really difficult project. So they're doing all that stuff pre, um, pre-install and just coming in and 
laying on the tile. You know what's neat too is that Tesla just came out. There was a lot of uh, what can I say shorts people that were shorting Tesla out there. <laughs> he's smiling like, mm-hmm. oh, that was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the no. way he's looking. I, I, I knock on wood, dodge that bullet. Right? I am not short. And Tesla. Tesla's kicking butt, right? And they uh, right now they just uh, I think they exceeded uh, the expectations in their solar business. And uh, some cool things are, are happening. You want to chime in on that, Brian? Well, yeah, they, they surpassed General Motors as the largest that U.S. The car manufacturer. Mm. Say it again? They surpassed General <laughs> Motors as the largest U.S. car manufacturer. Jeez. It's pretty if, unreal. I mean, if, it is. If you go back, who's that guy? Is it Bob? Um, was it Bob Welch? I want to say the fellow that used to run GM. The big, the, he's a big deal. Anyway, he remember that in the initial, like 10 years ago when Tesla was coming out, he would hang, he was talking about Elon Musk. It was the beginning of his 10-year master plan. And he was like, let's go over to Electric Alley. And he'd kind of be like, oh, this is neat little cute stuff right yeah. and now they just exceeded their valuation is that yeah. what i just heard yeah yeah and, and <laughs> but i mean that's valuation that doesn't you know what is valuation it, it's the value of a company but right? how is that how is that quantified when they say something like that? well it's it's, it's perceived what, value of the company yeah and it's, it's it's what investors are willing to put a multiple on to buy the shares of the future earnings based upon car production uh the battery expertise they have, right? The gigafactory potential, and incorporating the AI data with uh, self-driving, right? Yeah. So, so they're putting this That's massive valuation on it, too. right? And and because Tesla has the data, uh, the argument is on the long side that they're aggregating and they have all this data, which gives them an edge in in um, autonomous driving. But in reality, they're actually further behind than many other people on that. So. In reality, yeah, I'm not so sure behind. about that. I mean, the, the Ubers and Lyft people are also collecting data. Well, we could debate that someday, but uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's so, wait. Let's just so not to get too down, far down the rabbit hole. Guys, give me the time. Yeah, and, and this but, isn't me saying this. Go go look at some articles about who's further ahead in in autonomous driving. So, so one of the components of this sure. valuation is all this data that's going to uh, facilitate this autonomous driving shift, which is a whole change in the way we value automobiles and longevity and the way we use them, yeah. how we buy them. So you're saying these guys are going to be at the forefront because of their data potentially, and Jay saying. No, no, no. Maybe it's Uber or Lyft. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Other Tesla's saying that, and uh, the Tesla bulls are saying that. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Very there, cool there, stuff. there was 25 percent of the shares that are short. So if you're short a stock, you're borrowing it, and then on the premise to buy it back at a cheaper rate, right? And if you're short the stock, the risk is unlimited because the stock can just keep going up. And so those people that are short today and yesterday, they're down a fair amount of money. Oh, wow. But, okay. But, Learn but, something every time. Yeah. You, you, every time you open your mouth. <laughs> like, so very good. Okay. So we got a really um, a great um, uh, show, that a great main focus that we're going to get into right after our commercial break. It's Sun Power. We'll come right into that show. Hear from Sun Power. It's only about 17 or 18 minutes, so we're going to have time to recap at the end of the show and really give us our opinions. Okay? So let's do it. LG is a leader in the home electronics industry and manufactures some of the most popular PV panels, as well as many other appliances we've come to know and appreciate over the years. The same LG brand offers the LG Chem Rezu battery line for your home energy storage needs. Here in Hawaii, their primary model is the LG 10H Rezu with 9.3 kilowatt hours of usable capacity. The LG 10H Rezu can be used both to maximize consumption of solar energy at home and also functions as a source of backup power in the event that the grid goes down. LG Chem has increased production of their battery line for Hawaii's renewable energy solar market. Contact your local solar provider to learn more about the LG Chem 10H Resu battery. Sundrum Solar is the manufacturer of a revolutionary thermal collector that fits on the underside of your standard PV panel to maximize energy capture per square foot. The Sundrum Solar Hybrid PVT system, combined photovoltaic and thermal, holds the world record for peak efficiency, capturing an astounding 86% usable energy. 
Learn how Sundrum Solar vastly improves electric, heating, and cooling economics at sundrumsolar.com. Pantech Design is ushering the world into a new age of home energy automation through the convergence of smart home technologies and renewable energy management. Unifying solar energy production, intelligent energy storage, and smart breaker technologies with smart home devices, Pantech Design's complete home energy automation suite incorporates unprecedented control of lighting, shades, climate, security, hot water, electric vehicle charging, and many other systems. Contact Pantech today at PantechDesign.com. All right, so we uh, were finally able to connect in with some power folks. They've got a big announcement. We're here with uh, Dadipia Patwa. Did I pronounce that correctly? That's correct. Okay, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us. We're going to hear all about uh, SunPower's new offering. Now, SunPower is a granddad in the solar in solar business, uh, making the kind of known as the ultimate premium panels for probably in the decades now, right? And uh, so we're really excited to, of course, learn about the overview of SunPower and about the Equinox system and about the storage system. But that's kind of the showstopper right there. Yeah, I got to so, get back out of the way. <laughs> how's the show going for you? Are you, are you? It's been fantastic. We've had uh, a lot of partners come in and have have really positive uh, reception to our product that we're announced. Yes, it's a big deal. It's a big deal on a lot of levels, and we're going to dig into this. I think it's really exciting to see a player like SunPower who has come out and been able to, uh, you know, in the past, to come out with the financing and your all, all overall package, and you you really uh, sold a premium brand in the solar industry. And to be able to do that in storage, from the perspective of some guys that are have been putting panels and storage devices in in, in Hawaii <laughs> for a while, yeah. that's an exciting premium offering in the uh, you know in the in the in the solar plus storage business. So give us a sense of how this started. What's, how did how did SunPower get in, into this business? What's going on? Just give us a sense of the background. Sorry. Yeah, so SunPower's been in business for about 34 years, uh, uh, pr primarily in the solar business, and uh, we have about 275,000 residential customers that are SunPower customers. Uh, you know, over, the, over the years, we've, actually, we've been offering our Equinox Solar Solution. Our Equinox Solar Solution is kind of a comprehensive solution for the homeowner uh, to have solar. Uh, and what we found was that customers and our, and our partners really liked having that comprehensive solution. They liked having a single warranty and a single company that gave them an integrated experience. Absolutely. And we also found that as, as the growth of energy storage kind of emerged, our customers were asking us for a residential storage product. Right. So you know, we originally tried a couple different tactics, but ultimately we decided that we felt that we could give the best experience to customers that was fully comprehensive by, have, by developing our own uh, product and solution. Very exciting stuff. And I got to tell you, just in full disclosure, was a SunPower a dealer in Maui years okay. back. Have loads of experience training a team and selling the SunPower value proposition. SunPower lease was a, was a dominating product back then, I remember. <laughs> Love the technology. The back, I see the uh, marketing tools there, the back sheet contact, backside contact, right? Um, what is the current module? What are the current characteristics of the module? Because it's actually a little outside of my mind right now. Yeah, so we recently introduced kind of our A-Series, uh, which is a beautiful product that you can, you, hopefully you can get some pictures of over there. It's a 415 watt module. Uh, and, we, and we're continuing to innovate in our, in our modules. Uh, 415 watt module, that's is that right? Yeah. And is that the 66 cell uh, version? I believe so. Right? Six by 11, I think, right? Yes. Which is kind of a unique size. Yeah, right. And then I understand that those cells kind of uh, increased in size a bit too from the earlier X series. They have, that's right. Right? So you got more real estate of silicon on that, uh, on that panel. You're capturing more uh, photons. 
and you're getting a 415 watt uh, number at this moment. Exactly, you get more energy per, per part of your roof. Beautiful, Definitely. beautiful. So that's the Sun Power, one of the big value properties in Sun Power. But you also mentioned Equinox, and I understand that after my time in the Sun Power world, that uh, Equinox offers a comprehensive solution for racking and, 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 and penetrations and pretty much everything on roof. Is that right? That's correct. With, with Equinox, what, what, it's it's, our, it's the Sun Power uh, modules with the microinverter and an entire comprehensive system, including communications and a customer app. Uh, that we've essentially integrated all to make sure that the installer has an easy experience to, to put on the roof, but the customer also has an amazing experience where you know they can look to SunPower for any questions that they have about their system. That's a big deal yeah. to have yes. all of the equipment under one warranty, under one company. Uh, very, very interesting. That's called the SunPower Equinox program, right? That's correct. And then, okay, so and then I'm sure there's plenty to talk about there and plenty of value properties we could dig into, but really want to kind of fast forward a little bit to what you're offering is here at the show. Give us the broad strokes of the SunPower storage offering. What What is it all about? Sure. So SunPower, uh, this, why don't I just show you before I talk yeah. about it. So this is uh, the SunPower Equinox storage offering. There are two boxes is what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. uh, the first box is our energy storage system. Inside of it is an inverter and battery packs. There are two battery packs inside of here. Uh, and then next to it is what we're calling our Hub Plus. Uh, this is a uh, this is really a, uh, the brains of the entire system. It will it, it has kind of communication to the SunPower cloud. Uh, it also takes a lot of the men, the many boxes that you typically would have with a storage system and integrates them into a single box. And so what we've really designed for here is. Uh, simplicity and aesthetics for the customer, nice. and so the customer gets us gets two simple boxes rather than a solution of multiple boxes. But the installer also gets a great experience because they only have to put one box on the on the wall. This is uh, from this is a big deal, and it's a big deal because I think when we when we're talking about storage systems on a home. Uh, the homeowner is, and sometimes even other people in the community of solar are not really acquainted with how much technology is on the side of your house or in your garage. There's a lot of electrical equipment. It is not a, a minimal impact thing. You're going to see a whole bunch of stuff, right? <laughs> That's correct. A lot of conduit, a lot of parts. Yeah. A lot of conduit, a lot of uh, you know uh, panels and all kinds of stuff. So you're telling, if I understand correctly, you're saying this is pretty much all the, the, the client's going to see? That's right. They'll see two boxes in their, in their home. And if they That's would like to have thing. more storage, they'll, we can just add another one to box, put these boxes right next to it. That elegance and simplicity is, I think, what the industry's been shooting towards. Give us a sense, that's, that's, that's big news, that's wonderful. So give us a sense of the characteristics of what's in here. What's the power capabilities? What are the basic specs? Great, so this is a 13 kilowatt hour battery mm -hmm. uh, rated, and it is a seven, uh, roughly about up to a seven kW inverter. So that typically means it's a very strong, robust, high power inverter. Uh, and you can put quite a many, a lot of loads essentially on that circuit if to be backed up because it's such a powerful inverter. Uh, with a 13 kilowatt battery, it's, uh, you can provide a lot of backup. I mean, typically, a fridge could last a very many, many hours in this case, um, mm -hmm. plus other appliances. So, 13 kilowatt hours is this? Uh, can you give us a sense of the chemistry and the longevity and the warranties? Yeah, we would love to. So, we're using a lithium iron phosphate chemistry. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a chemistry that's known for durability, longevity. Uh, across its lifetime. Uh, we will be offering a 10-year warranty, uh, and but we expect the product to last kind of well beyond 10 years. It's designed to last uh, you know, thousands of cycles, far more than uh, what you could do in, those, in that time. Absolutely. Okay, so 13.6 kilowatt hours, did I hear seven kilowatt inverter? That's correct. Uh, and we have this panel that takes all of the uh, equipment that used to kind of 
look like a bird's nest on someone's uh, uh, garage area, right? But now it's all consolidated into one nice clean panel. That's correct, right? yes. Now, you also have the Equinox system is racking and junction boxes and clips and everything you need, and then all the way up to the micros and the panels. Does that system work with this storage in an AC-coupled fashion? Is that yes, the technology? they are designed to work together, and this is kind of the beauty of SunPower. Uh, is that we've made sure that all the systems work together. In fact, we've integrated them so much that there are some components that you might with Equinox storage, solar only, that are now built into here. Gotcha. Uh, right. And so we've eliminated some of the components that you would actually need. Um, one of the other things I really, I'd like to kind of share with you is, is kind of the flexibility that this system provides uh, for both homeowners and installers. So typically what you find is that homeowners sometimes prefer having some of their uh, appliances on the backup circuit, or sometimes they want to have their entire house. The nice part is we've created a system that makes it easy to do both. So you can do whole house backup power with this system. Did I hear that correctly? That's correct. So you don't necessarily need a critical loads panel. How do you go about achieving that? Uh, well, actually, this could be your, your critical loads panel as well. Oh, and in no fact, kidding. it's designed to be. No kidding. And so what, what, the beauty is that we could actually, by, in order to provide backup for your uh, essential circuits that are selected, we can actually uh, move some of your uh, circuits from your main panel into the into this product, the Hub Plus, or we can actually have your entire main panel be fed off of our uh, our Hub Plus product. I'm kidding. That's exciting. That's exciting. I love that because dealers can choose what is best for the customer, and they can choose what's best for the home based on how it's wired. Customers can have choice as well. Okay, okay, so we've got a, a, quite an offering here. Um, you've got a full storage to panel offering. I, I haven't seen a lot of that yet at that level, especially with a company with the kind of expertise that SunPower has in the panel space. Uh, is, is this available presently? Is this being launched? Uh, if I wanted to order one tomorrow in Maui, uh, <laughs> would I be able to do that? Or So we will be doing pre-orders uh, in California in November, okay. um, but we expect to roll out nationally throughout 2020. So certainly sometime in 2020, we hope it'll be available. Gotcha, okay, great. Well, that's really exciting stuff. Shay, do you want to jump in at all? Um, well, I'm, you see me looking over the camera here. I'm actually staring at the software side of things. This is what I really, 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 really want to get to. So let's take a moment and uh, wander over there. Okay. All right. So we're here at the SunPower booth with Miltos Vratimos. Did I say that correctly? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Great job. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk with us. Nice. Uh, we just had a chance to have a look at the Equinox system and about the new and the new storage offering. Mm -hmm. There's also some special things happening in software, and that's your area of expertise. So. Can you give us a sense of, of what's going on? Yeah, absolutely, I would love to. So, over the past couple of weeks, we launched SunPower Design Studio, where SunPower Design Studio wants to create a custom experience for homeowners so they can better understand the solar potential of their house. Right. So we want to enable homeowners to design their own solar systems, place the panels where they want to, and at the same time, see the potential for savings. And after wow. that, they can take advantage of their knowledge and follow along with their sales process. That's an exciting innovation step, right? Mm -hmm. Because that get, empowers the homeowner to be able to understand kind of what they can expect and then maybe even help them in facilitating the bidding process if they're going to go out and get multiple bids or they can do different things, right? Absolutely. Uh, every homeowner is unique. Sure. Every person consumes energy in a different way. And we created this custom experience to actually showcase this and enable them to put the design process in their hands. And I think that's very powerful and I think it's going to St uh, extremely improve the solar experience for every customer across the U.S. and Absolutely. later in the world. Very good. So what does that look like for someone? How does that work? Yeah, let's give it a shot. Absolutely. So let's 
So if you go to sampar.com slash design on our website, you'll see the Sampar Design Studio banner, and you start the process by just putting the address of your house. You pick the address, you check that you're on your home, and then you click Design My Solar System. So what happens in the background is we made a partnership with Google and we're using their 3D uh, data and also their machine learning cloud mm -hmm. to find the most optimal place and all the place that you can place solar panels on your roof. So we use machine learning to detect obstructions, trees, and then we create a solar layout. So it just happened in under 30 seconds. So now I'm gonna select the electric bill amount that a homeowner will pick before they Which start is the design process. a pretty typical process. question for a, an installer. Exactly, ask, right? that's just like the first thing that everybody should ask before they go on solar. Yeah. And now I'm gonna click view design. When you click view design, you get a view of your house and know the place you can put solar. The system will pre-select the most optimal panels to maximize your savings. And then the homeowner has the ability to either use the slider and add more panels or click on the house and fully customize their own design. And we have this label on the upper right side that can explain which panels produce more energy and less energy. So here, I'm gonna click out and I don't want these rock panels uh, to, to be there, so I'm just gonna click these two panels here so it looks more uniform. And on the left side, you can see your savings. And we also guide the homeowners that if they want to oversize the system, they have a good reason to. So if they plan to get an electric car or install a roof, that's one of the reasons why they want to oversize their system. If they scroll down, they can see the kilowatt hours that we think we can produce at this location and the year one savings. And they can also see all the potential items that come with the SunPower Equinox system. Our new SunPower Equinox battery, our energy link monitoring system, along with our panels. Um, and they can see some examples of how it looks in real life. And after this, if they like what they're doing, they can click on get a quote, they can fill out their contact information. If they don't fill out the contact information, we're not gonna reach out to them. And after that, someone from our team, is our solar advisors are gonna reach out to them, have a consultation and talk about their solar potential. Sure, but, if, but you, anybody can use this without ever entering any personal information at all. That, that's part of the beauty about it. This yes. is something to drive solar engagement. Yeah. Every person across the US should go out and try their houses. They should mm -hmm. see their solar potential and understand the impact they have on the environment. Nice. Uh, the, that's what it matters at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's what our show is all about. <laughs> there's, right. a, there's an educational component to this, right? I can yeah. see kids uh, coming in here and playing with this and then learning about solar and learning about how it actually works, right? I mean, it's really fun. I have to admit I have spent way too many hours playing with different addresses and oh, do solar I, design, I, I, so I, I, it's I a game see, for me. Yeah, absolutely. I could see an, a, like a class, an, a, like an elementary school class. You pull, plug in your address, there's no personal information, no risk, and, and they can sit there and literally figure out and then bring it home to their parents and say, hey, get <laughs> yeah, I mean, they can share. In the future, we're planning to add an ability to share this postcard with other people. So I think that will drive even more engagement. Oh, like social. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's fine. Nice. So uh, just uh, when I think back, when I look at this, it makes me think back years past mm -hmm. and what it took to design a solar system, mm -hmm. right? So there were periods of time back 10 years ago where uh, you, we literally didn't have the ability to model on, on a home, uh, you know, in a really easy way. We would have to use something like maybe Google SketchUp, bring in the actual modules, put it on there. It didn't quite you work. get up on the roof with your little meter. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, a dangerous right. thing to do. Right, there was a lot of, uh, it took a lot to design a system. Yeah. 
And then, of course, it moved over to uh, you know quick designing and auto-populating. That, that was still within the purview of the installer or the designer. And now putting that in the hands, it always occurred to me that it's a pretty simple process. It's kind of a fun process in a way, too. And now it's in the hands of homeowners. And what's also neat about it is the way that it shows the relative power output or the relative, it simplifies it. And with colors, you're able to say, hey, these exactly. are the, mo the high-performing areas, and you can do more in, if it makes sense to do more because yeah. you get some caveats. This is really great. Yeah. Those colors are amazing because I, I, I implicitly understand what that means. Yeah. yeah you don't even hey, this, this is scale. the best performing. If you need more power, you, you can do this. And if you want even more, it might produce a little bit less per panel, but you're going to be able to um, you're going to be able to all in get more overall energy sure. that you can use for an electric car and, or whatever. And over, your needs and over are. here, you, see, you maximize your savings. It's a very simple circular circular graph that you can see that will will tell you precisely this is how a much. Simple yeah. interface. Yeah, it's a very elegant yeah. interface. So obviously, a lot of thought went into this. You guys have done a fantastic job. I myself, I know I'm going to be playing with this. Thank you for sure. Excellent. Um, Thank you, everybody. The address again, first of all. So you... yeah, what is the what is the website? Sunpower.com/slash/design. Okay, excellent. And then it, this is live presently? Live right now, where everybody can go in and give it a try. Okay, so we encourage everybody out there Absolutely. to go and to uh, this website and to try this out and get a bunch of hits and you'll be able to see lots of activity. Sunpower.com slash design. All right, well, thank you very much, Miltos. Really thank appreciate you. your really time nice today. To you. Cool Congratulations toys. on a cool, cool toy. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh, there you go. You got the sound for Jay. We're not to. We'll see if he jumps in. So that was our SunPower uh, interview. We spoke with Dadipia. I don't know about Jay here. We'll see how it goes. Um, we do have Brian and Anthony in the show here, and uh, to be able to talk a little bit about that. You know, SunPower is a, a pretty remarkable company. Uh, my previous company, Maui Solar Project, was a SunPower certified installer for years. Got really acquainted with the the value proposition of solar, and back about five six years ago. SunPower had, you know, a, a big uh, efficiency bump, a big efficiency advantage. You know, the average solar panel was like a 250 watt, and back then they had 327s and 345s, I think, right? So it was like a completely different world, and you had this 25-year uh, power, or was it product labor uh, installation warranty or something like the product labor energy warranty. Great warranties, great production, and you, you had a real good you know value proposition in selling SunPower. Now, of course, nowadays, uh, other panel manufacturers are up there in the similar wattages. Right now, REC's got a 380, right? And you, you don't have to pay that premium. So that's kind of the, the history of SunPower. Now, SunPower moved into this Equinox system uh, where they they are basically, they, they're, they're brand wrapping everything on the roof, right? You know, the inverters, as well as on the side of the house. Inverters and the and the uh, the modules and the racking and all these. And there's one company, I think, Eco Solar Hawaii, I want to say, out in Oahu, that's certified in Hawaii to be able to do the full Equinox system. And then in 2019, boom, they launched the Solar Plus storage component of that. That's all Equinox, right? right. So in terms of parallels out there, not a lot uh, of having a one sim single company that has that kind of background, that kind of innovation uh, experience, and then having solar uh, batteries, which uh, which we'll talk about the chemistry in momentarily. They have uh, some special technology to keep the all the bird's nest potential of electrical equipment on the side of your house kind of you know uh, mitigated, reduced. And also you have the panels from them, and then the racking. I mean, who else is doing that? That's a big deal. So for me, I was pretty impressed and excited to see it. Uh, I also noted that they chose lithium uh, iron phosphate as their chemistry. Uh, you know, hey, it's 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 a serious company. What do you think, guys? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really happy to see anything out of SunPower. I mean, 
um, like you were saying, these guys were the big dogs on the block for a long time. They offered a product that, that no one could really touch. And then, you know, the technology finally came out. Um, you know, I heard some of their patents on their technology became available to other companies. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. I think LG picked up some of them or was doing something. So, you know, they've been kind of, yeah, they, they, stuff, they kind right? of been, they haven't really been doing too much in the industry lately. And then to see that, hey, not only are we stepping our game up, but we're coming out with an all-in-one solution. I mean, it, it's very exciting. I mean, um, you know, we I don't know if this is the appropriate time to hear this, but um, in this conversation, but with the lithium-ion storage right now, a lot of people are saying, look, it's not enough. Hey, I just invested a lot of money in a solar system, and, you know, the 15 kilowatt hours or the 20 kilowatt hours isn't exactly enough to get me through the night, and I'm still having to draw energy from the grid or use some of those credits that I put in the bank to get forward. So I'm really excited about this. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, in my opinion, the second generation of battery storage or maybe even the third um, and hopefully they get it right. I mean, I'm keeping my fingers crossed they get it right. So. Well, you know, SunPower um, is, uh, when they were out here with solar, they had a mechanism, they had a business plan mm -hmm. that I thought was very effective. And basically they provided um, the, you could come out and you could, in those days when they had a huge advantage in power and quality and longevity, and they could say, hey, well, here you can buy this system. And it was, I remember, it was about a $2 watt delta at the mm -hmm. time. Not quite that much, but basically it was a pretty, that's yeah. like a, I want to say a 30, 33%, you know, increase. Oh, there's Jason. Looks like Jason's going to jump in too. Hey, Jay, can you hear us okay? Well, Jay may be able to jump in. But in any case, they had that, uh, that about 30% increase in, 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 in cost, but they offered a tremendous value. Now, if they can do the same thing, they would, when you sold it, that was how you would sell it. Um, but they had a lease too, and the lease was actually one of the cheapest leases, right? Mm -hmm. So you, anyone could get the kind of Ferrari of solar panels back right. then, right? Now, I wonder if they'll do something comparable with Solar Plus Storage with the Equinox system. To me, that would be very exciting. If you could come in and say, hey, here's the best that you can get. And lithium iron phosphate certainly, you know, arguably is like a, a, a top shelf uh, a chemistry for a lot of different reasons, right? Um, but if you can get spectacular panels, they have a 66 cell module right now. Mm -hmm. I'm really geeking out right at the moment. And then they have uh, they have all of that uh, brand, you know, white labeled kind of technology that is under one wrapper. And then they have now the lithium iron phosphate storage as well. So to me, that's a that's a, it's a heck of an offering. If they came in and said, hey, you can buy this, and it, maybe it is a little pricier, I can kind of see that being the case. But also, hey, what if what if they had a, a PPA or a lease with it? Now they haven't said that. No one mentioned that. No one talked about finance. That's just Josh dreaming about it. What do you think? about some power well, well you know if if they had um lower cost of funds than everybody else before total yeah they may have access to that again right right i mean think about that from the uh their strategic advantage point like okay we've got a better potential uh energy product right storage product and then we're a little bit higher cost but our cost of funds is less which means that the customer's end cost is not that much more big deal so, so yeah it, it like that's a strategic advantage you may have the best technology but if you're if your cost of capital to allow the customer to buy it is high, it's a disadvantage, right? Yes, very interesting. And the, the, the thing that they chose, the chemistry that they chose, lithium iron phosphate, not a lot of players are doing that successfully yet in the Hawaiian market, right? So guys are out there, they're yeah. doing it, yeah. and they have their reasons, and they have their market segments and their value propositions, but it's just the cost of lithium iron phosphate is a multiple over NMC.
Gotcha. So, which is what Tesla and LG and these guys are. But if they came in with uh, with a, a lower uh, a lower cost of capital and they offered a couple of different options on how to finance it, maybe they could take uh, take a big market share again. And one of the things that I, I think is interesting about lithium iron phosphate is that it's got a much longer cycle life than an MC. I don't think anyone's arguing that no, point, right? Yeah. So if you start thinking about value stacking and grid services and opportunities to monetize that asset to with uh, to the utility, if they own it, if SunPower yeah. owns it. It, yeah. They're now potentially an aggregator too. They can do that, right? And if they can explain that longevity benefit of that chemistry, <laughs> right? I think Jay's coming in and out here. Okay, so what do you think about SunPower in general? So uh, you know, as a stock, we talked about. Uh, and by the way, these are not recommendations. But we talked about <laughs> the ticker symbol of the ETF, which is representing of the solar industry and stocks, electronically traded fund. Yep, uh, TAN ticker symbol. SunPower is not. Uh, the top 10 in that ETF. And by the way, that ETF, and this is why our timing is good, uh, is the number one ETF, or it was last uh, show, uh, number one ETF year to date. So it shows that the solar industry of all the industries in the country uh, is on fire. Unbelievable. And hot. And so so <laughs> this is a $1.3 billion company. You know, interesting, we talked about Tesla a little bit, Anthony. It's got 29% short interest, right? So there's there's some reason that people are short the stock. I do not know, um, but it's still growing earnings uh, next year, 155% increase, quarter over quarter, 122%. Um, the stock is up 85% year to date, uh, but it's off its peak August 19th. When it was at 16 cents, it's 42% off its peak. Oof. But um, it's cheap, price to sales of 0.78. There you go. Like Geek Talk, it's like it has revenue of 1.67 on a $1.3 billion company. Well, and that ratio is? It's called the price to sales ratio. There you go. Very good. Okay, folks. Hey, we are going to uh, wrap this show now. We did cover Enphase. We did cover Solar Edge post SPI. This is with the Sunbower Show, Anthony. Moving forward, we're going to get Generac in. We're going to get Panasonic in. We're going to get LG, uh, LG in as well. So we've got a lot of great shows ahead of us, all looking at this comprehensive Solar Plus storage offering in front of us uh, now. Hey, see you folks at the uh, Hawaii Solar Energy Association Conference uh, in November. And this has been the Solar Coaster, sponsored by Sundrum Solar, Pantech Design, LG Chem. Have a wonderful weekend and Aloha Friday. Aloha. Aloha.